0: Grace to you and peace from God, our Father, and our Lord, and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Our meditation on this Monday, Thursday, taken from Matthew's Gospel, chapter 26. Listen to verses 26 through 28. While they were eating, Jesus took bread, gave thanks, and broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat, this is my body. Then he took the cup, gave thanks, and offered it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. So far, our text. What did you have for supper tonight? Can you remember the menu? As far as meals go, your meal probably wouldn't be called gourmet, you enjoyed an average run-of-the-mill middle of the week kind of supper. Perhaps a hamburger or soup or chili out of the Instapot, or maybe maybe tacos, pizza, maybe even a casserole. Good food, but not fancy food. Everyday Thursday evening fair. But every once in a while, isn't it great to pull out all of the stops when it comes to a meal? I'm talking about those special occasion meals. It's your birthday and you go to your favorite restaurant and you don't even check the prices. It's Thanksgiving Day and the meal is at Grandma's house with all the trimmings the way that only Grandma can prepare them. Or it's Christmas Day. And there you are, helping mom in the kitchen, cooking up everyone's favorite holiday delicacies. There's just some meals that you look forward to more than other meals. They're little culinary islands that dot the calendar. Part tradition, part celebration, part feast. They make up some of the happiest and most memorable moments in our lives. And they are the meals worth waiting for. Well, on that first Monday Thursday in Jerusalem, the disciples were eagerly anticipating a special meal, too. At sundown would begin the Jewish feast of Passover, which included the traditional Passover fixings, roast lamb, unleavened bread, bitter herbs, wine, and a variety of sauces. At sundown, these 12 men would gather with Jesus to enjoy what every Jew treasured as the most special meal of the year. But little did those men know that they were in for a surprise on that long-ago Thursday night. This Passover meal would be different, unlike any they had ever experienced before. Jesus was the host And Jesus cooked up his own menu on that Passover night and wouldn't you know it Jesus started the meal off with a nice tossed salad a servant salad to be more precise for there Jesus was waiting for those men in the upper room not reclining at the head of the table as was expected in fact What does John's gospel tell us? Jesus was waiting with a towel around his waist and a basin of water near at hand. And on that night, the master became the servant. And Jesus begins to do a servant's work. I'm not making this up. Jesus Christ, the co-creator of the universe, the legitimate second person of the Holy Trinity, Son of God Almighty, gets down on his knees and he removes the sandals of his friends and washes their soiled and dirty and dusty feet. And then he says to them, now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you should also wash each other's feet. It was a servant salad, wasn't it? I wonder how it tasted. But servant salad wasn't the only item on the menu. Jesus would also set before his friends a little hors d'oeuvre that I like to call humble pie. And Peter would take the first bite. Of course, this is the same Peter who had been swaggering before them all. Even if all fall away on account of you, Jesus, I never will. Oh, Peter, 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 Jesus replies as he fills up Peter's plate. This very night before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times. And that's exactly what happened. Peter disowning his Savior. Three times the rooster cock a doos and three times Peter chokes on his words. So bitter now and so hard to swallow. Servant salad, humble pie, but knowing that every good meal must have something to wash it down, Jesus prepares to quench their thirst. One of you will betray me, he says, as he fills their cups with a traitorous tea. And Judas drains his mug with a single gulp. But each of those disciples would also wet their whistles that night, for soon the soldiers would come, and soon those men must choose to either share Christ's cup of suffering or save their own skin. All would abandon, all would turn tail, all would desert their master to his horrible fate. Servant salad, humble pie, treacherous tea, a strange meal indeed on that long ago night, or should we say rather a strange appetizer, for Jesus wasn't finished yet entertaining his friends, not by a long shot. The main course has yet to be served. What was this entree? Of our Lord, it was simple food, nothing fancy. In fact, it was a dish that was made from leftovers, from Passover leftovers, just a little bit of bread and just a little bit of wine. Listen closely and bow your heads, for Jesus will now say, Grace. And he blesses the food and says, Take, eat, this is my body. Do this in remembrance of me. Take, drink, this is my blood poured out for the forgiveness of sins. And suddenly, with those words, real forgiveness is offered at the table. With those words, Jesus gives every one of those men spiritual nourishment. And they would need it. They'd need it more than anything else that night. You see, in that meal, Jesus was already personally forgiving each of those men for their selfish. I'm not going to wash anyone else's feet attitude, pro-offering grace for when their Peter-like self-inflated faith and confidence would fail and fail it would, laying the groundwork for the mercy that they would each tearfully seek after abandoning Jesus to face those soldiers all by himself. Maybe those men didn't realize Maybe they didn't know it at the time, but later every single one of them would look back on that simple meal of leftover bread and leftover wine and realize that it was the most exquisite fare they had ever sampled. What did you have for supper tonight? I hope it was tasty. Whatever your meal was, it will not compare to the menu your Lord and Savior has prepared for your enjoyment in just a few moments. And I know, it doesn't look like much. Little bit of bread, little bit of wine, but do not be fooled by appearances. For this food is not just bread and wine. This food is Christ's true body, and it is his true blood. This food, as Paul tells us, connects you to the cross of Jesus connects you to the empty tomb of Jesus, this food will satisfy. It will fill up that empty place in your heart caused by every time, just like those disciples, you were too proud to love and serve your neighbor. It will alleviate the pangs in your soul brought about by all the times when, just like those disciples, you were too afraid to admit or show the world that you belong to Jesus. And it will satisfy and relieve your guilty conscience for every moment, just like the disciples, that you have betrayed Jesus by loving yourself or loving earthly stuff more Than you love him. I know you already had supper tonight, but that was just an appetizer. The real meal, the main course, is now laid out for you, and it's pardon, and it's mercy, and it's forgiveness, and it's grace and its peace. You need this food more than anything else, and soon it will be heaped upon your plate and piled upon your heart. Enjoy this feast. It was lovingly prepared and sacrificially prepared just for you. Come, it's time to sit down at the table. Your Savior is waiting to serve you. Amen and the peace in Christ that passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.